he's got to paint this fence, right? He's a kid. He's got to, he does not want to paint the fence, but he starts painting the fence. And like the town bully comes over to tease him about paint, painting the fence. And he says, well, it's not so bad. You know, it depends on how you look at it. That's kind of fun. The bully says, what? Abundance of caution. Because it's temporarily closed. We stopped in two Mark Twain locations. I was born on November 15th in the nearly invisible village of Florida, Missouri. Increased the population by 1%. It is more than many of the best men in history could have done for a town. There's no record of a person doing so much, not even Shakespeare. Before he moved to Hartford, Connecticut. Isn't that crazy? And so I feel a special affinity because I also moved with my kids from Missouri, where they, most of them were born, to Connecticut, to, Hartford, to the Hartford area. But it looks like maybe people do camp. Oh, dear, 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 right in front of us. He's looking right at us. He says, look, there's a car. There's something about distant relatives. Something about it. Garrison Keillor said that distant relatives are even better than close relatives for one reason in particular. You have the option of claiming them. So has this like leveled your job? Oh, yeah. Pretty late, like 9.30, 10 o'clock, we got to Dayton, Ohio, where I have two cousins. Oh, yeah. So what are you, what are you doing? Uh, scraping by, taking it month by month. When March hit, I lost 90 events immediately. <laughs> wow. When you think of what is it that is the, your inheritance that you are leaving to your children, and having a close family is one of the best inheritances that you can leave your children went to a golf resort, which is now covered in snow and is a cross-country ski resort and has, like, nobody there except for... Rutabagos? <laughs> <laughs> That's our joke. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain no. it. <laughs> a newly married bride and groom. So we crashed their honeymoon. Her name is Sharon, and she's a member of Temple Beth Hill Ale, but moved away to Buffalo. It's traditional for a bride and groom to eat with a different person every day for a week right after they get married. Mm -hmm. And so we rolled down the window and we sang Simon Tov and Mazel Tov and you know, kind of danced with our voices. If you plan ahead to give, Giving becomes a pleasure and not a have to. If you know you're going to give away $2,000 this year, then you spend the year looking for wonderful ways to do it. What do I get to give to this right. year? My name is Laura McMahon. I'm the executive director at the United Way of Adams County. Good morning. We were close to um, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So what are some of the, the biggest needs that you are facing? Um, there's a lot of people that call in seeking assistance, you know, paying their mortgages, keeping their, keeping their home, having food to feed their family and their kids. It, it's been a journey, but it's also been kind of like research. We've, we've done some, some studying about what is effective use of Sadaka. You know, there was a question that we asked. What if you gave locally to places far away? Would, would, would it be better? I feel like I'm here to help people. And it makes me feel good to know that I'm able to do that. And, and I think the answer is a resounding yes. 
because people not only appreciate the gift, they really, really appreciate being noticed. Hope you turn a, a miserable looking day into a wonderful one. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Bye-bye, my dear. We're at the home of Rabbi Jonah Pesner. Oh, how are you with dogs? We are great with dogs. We did have an opportunity to talk to the head of the Religious Action Center of Reform Judaism. If anyone from Congress wants to know, you know, what's the Jewish view on the death penalty? Well, they do the research and they provide it. We were founded by Kivi Kaplan. He was the last white Jewish president of the NAACP. Actually, he did what you did. He was traveling. He went to Florida for his honeymoon. He and his wife saw a sign, no Jews, no dogs. They turned to the black taxi driver and said, what is this? And the black taxi driver said, they don't even bother with us. So Kaplan understood what we're seeing right now, which is anti-Semitism, racism, and white supremacy is all of a package. Jeff said, what brought you to this? Often people look at Jeff and they're like, you mean you want to know my personal story? My father died very suddenly when I was in high school. My mother became a single working mother. We lived in affordable housing and I went to a public school in the Bronx. And along the way, he went through the worst parts of the Bronx with broken out windows and you know, shootings. It was a community that had been abandoned by decision makers, just abandoned with scores of people living in abject poverty. Wondering why it was like this. It was an elevated subway train. And I lived in two worlds. I lived in this loving, nurturing Jewish environment that talked about tikkun olam and social justice. And then every day I'd go to the shit show called the South Bronx. And it felt like my Jewish community, as loving as it was, was just AWOL. The, the ancient Jewish texts that tell us about tzedakah it says anyone who runs to do tzedakah will find two things. They will find, number one, worthy recipients, and number two, the means to meet their needs, which is a fascinating statement of faith. So the first 20 years of my rabbinic life, I devoted to like being a rabbi who would challenge synagogues to be relevant in communities like the Bronx, and uh, the rest is history. So we went into the bakery, and asked if they had any challah. She said, oh yeah, See, we only have that at Christmas time. Oh my God, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. And we headed to meet the Greenbergs, members of Temple Beth Hillel, who maintain their membership. Yeah. Well, you were a big inspiration to us. They had been had an RV also, and there was a wet picnic table, and they came prepared, and they had a tarp, which we were able to put over the picnic table, and they brought out their map. And then we took another trip with our grandkids down the Myrtle Beach. I'm sure you learned a lot about driving a big vehicle. Yeah, don't yeah. go in reverse ever. We, all of, most of our mistakes were going in reverse. <laughs> that's why we came up with the rule that you never that's, back up without That's a, a wonderful quote. It's a good rule. That, that's, a, that, that's a wonderful <laughs> quote for life, too. It is. So, so yeah, so we'll be in our place tonight, and the kids are going to come there for breakfast tomorrow morning. And we drove to New York, to Queens. Amen. So that would have been Seth and Micah. I'm signed up for a Nietzsche seminar, but I thought I'd have to take it to fulfill my philosophy major requirement. But I talked to my advisor, and apparently I don't. I scheduled some COVID tests for us in Manhattan that afternoon. Hello? Oh, both of, both of us today at 2 o'clock. That is absolutely wonderful. Oh, I am so glad you called. I'm going to drive down a little bit. Oh, someone doesn't have a seatbelt. i got to put on my seatbelt. Just put a swab up your nose. It actually felt good. <laughs>
clear cleared out my sinuses. We drive down maybe ten blocks. We traveled through this country. We spent a lot of time in the south, and several people told us, "Oh my God, don't go in the south. If, if they find out you're Jewish, it'll be dangerous." Well, we met a lot of Jewish people in the south, in small to micro-sized communities. Small communities are doing a lot to preserve Judaism, to say good things about what Judaism is to people that don't see very many Jews. I'm on 58, walking up to 72. And you said 66? And we were able to, last minute, set up an appointment with Rabbi Rick Jacobs. Where is he? Three blocks up. This congregation is every congregation. Oh, look who's here. Who could that be? Hey. Hey, how are you? Oh, we were on the wrong side of the street. The wind just like was whipping through you. Today is the holiday of Tu B'Shvat. We're celebrating trees. Look at this beautiful tree here in New York City. The tree is dancing. And this is Five at Five, Five Minutes of Jewish Insights and Updates. And we've got a special guest speaker, the head of the Union of Reformed Judaism. And I always think that Rick Jacobs reminds me of a tree. He's very tall and, <laughs> and stately. I was walking through Central Park a number of years ago with a friend who's from the Caribbean, and her mother was here. And her mother said, why don't they chop down all these dead trees? Why are they <laughs> leaving these dead trees in this park? And my friend said to her mother, they're not dead. It's the winter. Come back in a couple of months. They'll be gorgeous and beautiful. I got to tell you, this is a moment with our pandemic that we might think that springtime is not going to come. And we might think that all these trees are symbols of loss and of hopelessness, but they're the opposite. He did not have gloves on. And it was so cold, I thought his fingers were gonna just freeze off. Let's, let's have hope for the trees that will come back into full life and our world will, and each of us will please God. So. And Jeff had brought an orange with us. I have a beautiful orange that my friends brought to me, grown in California. So the feeling of color, of hope, and of all things good. That was a good way to end it. Yep. Oh, my fingers are dying. I don't know how he did that. Um, I, what is this? This is my test result. You press the button right. Yeah, press that. Negative. Yay! <laughs> You're so negative. <laughs> so negative. You're always so really negative. Care. Okay, we're going this way. Yeah, and then we headed back to the ranch. Even though we've come back to the same house, we're, we're different people. And it'll take us a while to figure out just what those differences are and how to act on them. We're sure so much more motivated to, to connect people. They're, they're like plants in a desert that just need a drop or two of water to thrive, and they're missing that. Uh, I sure hope that this brings distant people together. I sure it hope, helps people to see that even though you live far away, we have much more in common than, than, than our differences.
to the Wonderful podcast was produced by Turn to the Wonderful and Andrew Schwartz. Other members of the Tour to the Wonderful team include Ricky McGregor, Ben Fiedler, Yona Kiak, and our leader, Kate Mellitz. Music from the Underscore Orchestra and Mindy Goodman. Special thanks to Mark Twain, to Jeff, Scott, Dana, and Katie, to Tina, Matt, Stephanie, Danny, Rachel, to Sharon and Ryan, to Natasha and Laura, United Way of Adams County, Pennsylvania, to Bob and Maxine, to Rabbi Jonah, to the Religious Action Center of Reform Judaism. Special thanks to Malcolm, Dahlia, Gary, Micah, Seth, Yolanda, Nicole, to Amy and Eileen, to Tal and Sophia, to Rabbi Rick, and to the Union for Reform Judaism. And thanks to everyone who followed and participated in the tour to the wonderful. The Glickmans are home, but the trip is not over yet. They plan to donate to every United Way in the United States. They're going to join many small congregations of the Union for Reform Judaism, and they will become members of every NPR station. You can follow the rest of the journey on turntothewonderful.com. Thanks for listening. To the sick of all the children of Adam and Eve, begun the cold bill of Avena, and also especially to those whom we hold in our hearts. Refrat Aguf send a complete healing of body, Refrat Nefesh, and a complete healing of soul. And together let us say, Amen. Amen. So good to see everybody.